uh, I'm plugged in as well. And uh, so we're going to start this off. Hey folks, welcome to the second podcast of I Bleed Pinstripes with your host Sumo, uh, and that's me. Um, I'm coming to you from Brooklyn. Uh, actually, we did one last night. Um, I had actually had thoughts of not doing it last night after the uh, incident in Boston or the marathon. And I uh, certainly send in my love up to Boston right now. Uh, thank God everybody I know is in good health and they're fine, but a really horrible tragedy up there. Um, and just hope, you know, we hope that this doesn't happen again. Um, but uh, I recorded a pod last night and unfortunately had some technical difficulties. I think I did not plug the mic in. <laughs> so uh, what we got was pretty much me, the computer mic, picking me up. Let's jump right into it. Uh, the Yankees. Oh, and uh, one one mention. Uh, the music that you'll hear in this episode, uh, this is from a band down in, I believe, Gainesville, Florida. And uh, their name is Avarku. Uh, really great band. I hope you like them. I'm starting to dig them a lot. Uh, my producer, Jason, got me onto them. And uh, I think the band is not touring this summer because I believe one of their members just had a baby. So congrats to them. And uh, yeah, I hope you like it. So let's jump into it. Like I said, uh, the Yankees had a great week. Uh, they won five out of six, including the uh, last game in t- uh, Detroit. Uh, they went into Cleveland, won two, got rained out two games there, unfortunately. And uh, as you'll see as this pod goes on, and as the season goes on, I think the scheduling this year is a mess. Um, and it's not a good thing. Um, so it's going to create a lot of havoc because the Yankees are really, they only go out of their division. They only go to teams one time this year and with interleague now uh, needed to be played every day. It's going to be a mess. As you can see, the Mets are having a huge problem. Uh, They got snowed out on Sunday 
in Minnesota, and then they've right now I know they they were supposed to be play, they got snowed out yesterday in Colorado. Supposed to be playing a doubleheader today, and I know the first game was already pushed back because of snow. And again, they don't go to Colorado, you know. Again, so it's going to create a lot of havoc. It's just a really bad schedule. I don't understand why teams are not playing their divisional foes early in the season, especially in during the bad weather. So at least you can make those games up a little easier. But we'll see how this goes. I know the Yankees scheduled a doubleheader with Cleveland uh, after a road trip. They'll be coming back uh, in May from Kansas City. So on their way home, they'll stop off in Cleveland to play two. Hopefully sweep those two from the Indians because the Indians made us look good. Or hopefully the Yankees made themselves look good. Anyway, Yankees took two there and then came home against their divisional foes, the uh, Baltimore Orioles, who are definitely looking to uh, show that they are a team to be reckoned with and that last year wasn't a fluke, but the Yankees were able to win two out of three there. So let's go back to Cleveland. Uh, it was opening day, the Yankees' third opening day of the season. They had one at home, obviously. And then they had one in Detroit, and then they had one in Cleveland. So we got to see an old friend, Nick Goofball Swisher, and uh, he looked good in uh, his Indians uniform. And hey, Nick was great here the four years. Uh, unfortunately, you know, didn't do pretty much in the playoffs, but you know what? Sometimes you need guys to get you to the playoffs, and he was a fine ball player for the Yankees, and I'll certainly give him a standing ovation when he comes to visit later in the year. Uh, but the Yankees, uh, also a homecoming for Travis Hafner, who had played 10 years there, and uh, he had a big day, and uh, he hit a, well, he was two for three, four RBIs, a home run, two walks, and his home run in the first, a uh, three-run bomb totally sucked the air out of uh, Jacob's Field. I, I think it's called Progressive, but I'm going to call it Jacob's Field because that just sounds so much better than Progressive Field. Plus, I hate flow. Worst commercials, especially on the radio in the morning when I'm listening to the fan. They play it incessantly and I just can't take her anymore anyway Jacobs Field uh, first game uh, on Monday Yankees won 11 to 6 Kuroda coming back uh, after he uh, I don't know if he I don't think he missed this sorry he might have gotten pushed back but he uh, pitched a gutty five and two thirds he had actually given up three runs in the bottom of the first so uh, the Indians tied that up 3-3 but uh, he really gutted out five and two thirds not at his best but that's what you expect from a guy like Kuroda, and as you'll see later in the week, he threw a gem. Uh, Cano busted out in the game. He was 3-4, for four, two RBIs, two home runs. Uh, Vernon Wells, 3-4, for four, four, uh, and uh, that was a great game for him too. So, uh, you know, Wells, Hafner, the little guys who uh, we didn't expect much from are starting to do some things. Uh, the only negative in the win, uh, which was an 11-6 win, was that uh, Sean Kelly, Pitched an inning in a third, three hits, three runs. And Java only, he pitched an inning, walked two. You don't really want to see that. And unfortunately, Mo had to get up uh, in that game. And uh, also got a visit from Girardi during his uh, time on the uh, mound. And Girardi said that he, he said they asked him after the game, uh, what, what did you say to Java? And he said, Not, nothing much. And they said, that was a lot of nothing. And he said pretty much the same thing. And uh, Java seemed to get the point across. And uh, next pitch, game was over. So uh, we moved uh, from game t from game one there in Cleveland to game two, which was uh, just a pounding, and it was a 14 to one, uh, just a game that you love to watch, and a game that you don't really have to worry. The Yankees did everything right in that game. Andy Pettit was just fantastic. Seven innings. Uh, he now has a 1.20 ERA, uh, and Warren came in and did a great job. Another two innings for him. His ERA is 1.23 innings. I think he's pitched about six, seven innings, and really so far has done a great job. 
Um, Gardner, big game, his first good game of the season uh, of the year. Three for four, three runs, two RBIs. That's what you expect from the top of the order. And again, Robbie Cano, four for six, five RBIs, a home run. Lyle Overbay chipping in three for five that day, three RBIs. Uh, I believe a run scored. Sorry, sorry, three runs for Overbay, an RBI, and a home run. Brendan Bosch coming in late in the game, one for one, home run, two RBI. So again, Overbay, Brendan Bosch. Uh, the guys that you didn't expect much from are giving the Yankees uh, things that they need, and um, you can't ask for anything more. Um, so, like I said, uh, Wednesday and Thursday games were rainouts in Cleveland. I, I thought the big thing that I got from Cleveland was after game one, Hafner, who uh, I got to give a big shout out to the Indians, a class organization, because they gave him a, the fans gave him a rousing ovation, and the announcer who uh, introduced him. Uh, for the lineups really gave him uh, big props for this good work and that he did there in 10 years and that was that's really nice to see um, and I heard that uh, Hafner had some friends some teammates over after the game for a little bonding and I believe they watched the final four so that's great you love to hear stuff like that uh, this team is starting to gel and you kind of like that it's sort of hard to tell sometimes how a team is going to be and I know a lot of the pundits were saying that this Yankee team was not going to be really that much but you got to watch the guys get on the field and play ball they play it on the field not on paper and right now this yankee team's looking good so they come home after uh wednesday thursday rainouts and like i said those games will be made up in may as a double header but uh the yankees got back and uh, they played the orioles and uh on friday night uh, the big play of the game the triple play after the yankees had taken a five to two lead i believe uh on a Wells, bases loaded Wells, hit a ball to deep center um, that uh, Adam Jones had but dropped it. Everybody scores. And uh, amazingly, Wells only ended up at first base, but who cares? Yankees took the lead. And then right up in the top of the eighth inning, CC, who pitched a great game, I don't have his stats here, but I think he pitched eight innings that night, uh, Mariano for one, but uh, he got in a little trouble. First two guys got on, and then a hot shot to Cano, uh, got it over to Knicks for the first out. Uh, they went to the third base. Knicks went to uh, Euclid. They got uh, whoever in a run down there and then back to first base. And then Overbay makes, makes a great throw to Cano and uh, triple play. Uh, if you get a chance, try to find the John Sterling call because uh, he doesn't make a call on it. But he mostly makes uh, assumptions and <laughs> gives his... Uh, advice on sort of like why is Nick's going to third on this play and then goes double play no triple play he's all over the place on that um good good play-by-play man he should be calling play-by-play but he's instead sort of being the color man at the same time that the play is going on uh, that's John Sterling for you anyway it was a great night uh Euclid again three for three uh and like I said Adam Jones with a huge error it's a lucky night but you know you need luck in a season, and when you see things like that, especially when the Yankees came off the field, they just look like little leaguers. They're having a great time, and that's what you want to see from your team, and uh, it looks like a team that's starting to really uh, be likable. Um, unfortunately, Saturday went to the game, and it was a very beautiful day, and uh, went with my girlfriend Amanda. We had a great time. It's always good to be in the ballpark, uh, but the Yankees lost. Uh, Hughes was bad, three innings. Uh, gave up all five, I believe. Gave up all five runs. They lost five to two. Gave up all five runs. Uh, the only good note was that uh, Phelps came in and pitched four strong innings, and the kid's just been great. Just like last year, he's been solid. 
And uh, he's going to make a play here if uh, Hughes and Nova can't do the job. He's going to be moving up into the rotation, and he's really kind of proven himself that he is worthy of a spot. And, uh, you know, Hughes is on his walk here, and he's really going to have to step it up. He is, that's not two bad starts, and maybe he wasn't ready to, to come up for, uh, after an abbreviated spring training. So maybe he's just off to a slow start, and hopefully he'll pick it up. Um, it's uh, tough to see him walk off the mound getting booed, but I guess... He thinks that they're just saying Hughes. So, <laughs> um, The one note that I took from the game, Lyle Overbay has really tremendous uh, intro music. Uh, he had a Nirvana song going on. I shouldn't. I should have written down, but the song was, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. And uh, it's great. It's, when, you know, he, sometimes you don't get too close to the players or know much about them, but I always feel like you get to know a little bit about them through their intro music. Always loved that Shane Spencer came into the Pixies, Here Comes Your Man, and immediately made me like him even more. Um, so after Saturday's loss, and by the way, it was a good train ride home. You couldn't ask for anything more, even though, like I said, even though it was a loss, and even though I'm 0 for 2 now on the young season of going to games, um, it, it's just fun to be there, and it's, it's, um, it, it's an honor, and I'm very lucky that I, I'm able to go to Yankee games and you know, to love something so much and to be able to, you know, to be born in that town and to be able to still have that with me. It keeps me young, I feel like, and I hope it keeps you young. Anyway, the Yankees played a Sunday night game on ESPN, and amazingly, this game ended before 11 o'clock. Why? Because Hiroki Kuroda was just dominant, and his sinker and his slider were just working. I think it's his slider, but he uh, just dominated nine innings, five hits, five Ks, a complete game, shutout, uh, and there was really no doubt at all throughout the game. Uh, the Yankees scored their first run in the fifth inning uh, on uh, two base hits and then two sacrifice flies in the which I love because it's something that they didn't do last year at all. You know, I can't tell you how many times they had the bases loaded with nobody out and did not score a run. So it's a very great sign to see that going on with this team and that they're doing the little things um, because those are the things that you need to do, especially later in the year and in the playoffs. You can't win with just home runs. And amazingly, they are actually hitting lots of home runs. And uh, that's how they got their uh, second and third runs, a bomb by Gardner. Uh, pitch was supposed to be outside, came up and in, and uh, he put it, and if it didn't hit the foul pole, which is a fair ball, uh, it would have been in the upper deck. Um, and so the Yankees 4-1 and one for the week. Uh, They're 6-5 and five right now uh, as I speak. Uh, today is Tuesday, I believe, the uh, 15th. So... Uh, Oh, the 16th, I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, you can really ask for anything better, especially after a 2-4 and four start. Uh, they're looking, you know, when you lose, when the Yankees lose, they look old. And when they win, they look great. And right now they look pretty solid. And the defense, except for two late errors by Euclid and Knicks on Sunday night, I think they've only got four or five errors in this young season. And uh, that's a good sign because uh, your pitching and your defense have got to be at their best, uh, especially well, most people thought that they wouldn't hit that much, but so far they are doing the little things. And uh, guys like Overbay and Bosch and um, Wells and Hafner have really, and Euclid have really added to this team. And I think the thing that you can take from all of those guys is that they are all professionals. They've been around for a while. Um, they know how to grind out at bats. And uh, I think they've also brought some leadership to the team. You know, with Jeter out and. I don't know when Jeter's going to come back. I mean, from what I can read, it seems like 
he's not really doing that much. He's just really, and this is probably what should have happened in the first place. And, you know, he's Derek Jeter. He's, he wants to be back for opening day. But I'm thinking he's going to be back maybe mid-June or so. I can't imagine that he's going to be back come, um, what is it, uh, at the end of the month in May. I just I, I don't see it right now. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. I'm not in Derek's underpants. I don't know what's going on. But it looks like he's going to be a while. But you know what? When he comes back, he'll be welcome with open arms. Uh, right now, you know, the Yankees are doing a fine job. And everybody's pulling together. And when everybody gets back, it's just going to make this team even better. Uh, I think uh, a guy like Nunez hopefully won't get hit anymore and miss any more games because he's been solid so far. Um, and, uh, you know, nobody expects Cervelli to hit 364. Uh, we'd love to see that. But if he can K hey, bat 280, 290, couldn't ask for anything more because he's a solid behind the plate. Uh, he's got a lot of spunk. And, um, yeah. Um, I guess the only other thing that I wanted to hit on was that I just, yeah, I think uh, I was really happy the way the Yankees are playing right now. Um, you know, uh, Chris Stewart, if you look at behind the plate, Chris Stewart's kind of Chris Stewart. And, uh, you know, he might, I don't know if he'll make the whole season. Because um, Cervelli looks like he's taken this job and he looks like he wants this job. Uh, obviously, last year, he was, uh, thought he was going to make the team. And then that last day was sent down and played in AAA. But from what I heard, he played hard the whole year. And I uh, made it sure that he'll be back this year, which he is. And I know that he does not want to go back down there. So... I like the way he's playing. Um, Lyle Overbay has been much better than I thought he was going to be. And uh, can't ask for anything more. And he's a good defensive glove down there. So you don't lose too much with Teixeira being out. Um, and Cano. Cano's really started to burn it up. And uh, you like to see that. Um, the guy is just dominant. Uh, I would prefer him batting third. But, uh, you know, right now it just seems that that's where he's going to be and that he's going to be batting second. And, hey, if he's hitting, he's hitting. And if everybody else is hitting, he's going to be driving in runs and hitting home runs. So that's all he can ask for. Um, Euclid has been better than expected. I think he uh, Saturday was the first game that he did not get a hit in. But uh, like I said, I think on Sunday he did go. I've got my notes here. Uh, let's see here. Sunday now, I, I think, I don't know if he got a hit on Sunday, but he has been tremendous, and uh, you like his fight, and, uh, you know, I knew that I would like him a lot when he got to this team. It very much reminds me of Paul O'Neill. Um, the outfield's play has been great. Uh, obviously, Ichiro is, uh, you know, there's some worries about Ichiro, and, uh, you know, I mean, when Granderson gets back, there's a chance that it could be Wells and Ichiro in a platoon there, which is not so bad. But Ichiro, you would think that he will start to heat up. Um, but, uh, yeah, besides that, it was a good week. You can't ask for anything more. Four and one. You know, uh, right now we're a game and a half behind the Sulks. And, um, yeah, I, I like the way things are going. Uh, if you look at the rest of the East, it looks like the Orioles are going to be just as good. They are a feisty team. Um, any Buck Showalter team is feisty. I've always been a big fan of Buck uh, since he was here. Um, uh, the Blue Jays, well, I didn't think much about the Blue Jays before. Uh, I know Dickey pitched a much better game uh, his last outing, but, uh, you know, they lose Reyes for three months, which is, you know, I'm pretty sure most people thought that because he is injury prone. But the Blue Jays, I think, are just going to be, you know, a middling team like they always are, 81 and 81. Um, and Tampa Bay, I'm not sure about what Tampa Bay is yet. Uh, but, you know, 
I, I hold the Rays in high regard because they just, they fight all year and then, you, you know, so Joe Madden really knows how to run that team and they'll be fine. I know they just got swept by the Red Sox, but uh, they'll be there to fight in the end. Uh, but right now, you know, the Red Sox are looking better than uh, better than advertised and uh, they've got a good feisty team as well. And uh, John Farrell, I give all the props to John Farrell because uh, he's a solid manager and probably should have been here instead of uh, Bobby Valentine, who probably, you know, for maybe most teams, he would have pushed that franchise back a few years, but uh, they look like they've uh, stopped the bleeding up there and they're going to be uh, a force to reckon with. I um, also wanted to talk a little bit about Joe Girardi. Uh, it was amazed, uh, it's amazing to me to think that since 93, the Yankees have only had three managers. When I was growing up, I think they had 20 managers in 20 years or something crazy like that. And so it's so weird to think that in the last 20 years, you know, Buck Showalter, uh, Joe Torre, and Joe Girardi. And it's amazing. You really don't hear people clamoring for another man. You know, you, you, every once in a while, somebody's like, oh, I hate Girardi. But you know what? The guy's done an amazing job. Yeah, he's been here for six years. He's won a World Series, three Eastern Division championships, been in the playoffs five years. And I know it's easy to say that he's got all this talent, but he's really, you know, when it comes down to it, he's done a really solid job. And I love the way he handles the pitching staff. I think that's probably his biggest thing that he does, especially the bullpen. He doesn't burn these guys out. Obviously, Boone Logan comes in like every day, but, you know, he's uh, he really knows how to use these guys. And uh, I think that's a big key for him. Um, and he's just been solid and you can't ask for anything more from the guy. Um and I think he'll be here for a lot longer. He's still a young guy. I think he's not even, you know, maybe he's just in his 50s. Guy looks young, and I loves, I'm pretty sure he loves his job. Um, good week coming up. Kind of weird that the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks are here for three games for the next three. And then I think we have the uh, Blue Jays. Or we go up to Toronto. So this could be a good week for the Yankees. Get some wins here. Obviously, you just want to win series. That's my goal always when I'm watching the team. Just win series. Two out of three here. Three out of four there. Um, and, you know, away you go. Because, uh, they, they, you know, they, they need to be in a good position when everybody starts to come back. And hopefully when those guys come back, Granderson, Teixeira, and Jeter, that's just going to add to the betterment of this team. Um, so, I think that is it. Uh... Uh, was there anything else? I don't think so. Um, just uh, hope everybody's well. I hope uh, you hold your loved ones well. Uh, the world can suck sometimes, but there's a lot of good in this world. And uh, so I'm signing off for I Bleed Pinstripes. I'm Sumo, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. This has been a presentation of Hatfield Digital. Digital.